Jojo Natson up to the 40 and up to the 43 to field it. Down the right side. He's got a lane. The 40. Now inside. Stumbling across the 30. Loses his helmet as he's down at the 26. And the Coliseum is buzzing. Back-to-back sacks and a huge punt return. And the Rams have seized control in this third quarter. Hello and welcome to Rams Revealed. My name is JB Long and our guest this week is return specialist JoJo Natson. He's top five in the NFL in punt return average with a long of 32. You just heard against the Saints in week two. Welcome to week four. Congratulations on a 3-0 and start. What's Appreciate the feeling it. at the facility here? Oh uh, man, it's good vibes, positive vibes, but at the same time, you know, it's still work to be done, but... Definitely some good, positive vibes around here. I mean, great to be undefeated, but I get the sense that everyone feels like the best football is still around the corner, whether it's special teams, offense, or defense. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. There's a, a long season ahead of us and, you know, a lot more out there for us to accomplish as a team, and, you know, we're looking forward to it. I know my eyes are a bit bloodshot. We got in about 4 a.m. Pacific time. How is your uh, recovery and preparation for the Bucks started? Oh man, it was a it was a long flight last night, but you know uh, it's part of the grind. You know it's time to flip the script, mm-hmm. get ready for the Bucks. You know, like I say, it's part of the grind. But uh, this team, uh, we're ready. You know, we're ready for the grind. We're ready for it. How are you sleeping on planes? Were you able to close the eyes for a bit, or uh, just power through? For a little bit, like that first hour was pretty was pretty tough, but uh, turbulence. You know, oh yeah, after a while. You know, you get sleepy, and, but it was uh, it wasn't too bad. Well, not only three victories, but two of them early in the season on the East Coast, where you are from. And why don't we kind of start at your beginnings? Bruce Natson Jr. is yep. the given name. Where did JoJo come from? Uh, I get this question a lot, man. It's uh, you know, a lot of people be thrown off because my real name is Bruce, and it's crazy because a lot of people on the team don't even know my name. My mm-hmm. real name is Bruce, but I get JoJo from my uh, from my dad. I'm a junior. It's just a childhood name he grew up with, and, you know, him and my mom, they had me, and, you know, it was just kind of like a name that was passed down to me, and, you know, I just took it and ran with it ever since. What do your official documents say? Like, when you show your driver's license, is it Bruce or oh, JoJo? It's Bruce, it's Bruce yeah. all day, but everybody thinks it's JoJo, so, but, you know, uh, I kind of, I like I like the JoJo name, and I think I use the Bruce name more of a, on a business tip, you know, when I'm right. handling business and stuff like that, but... You know, all over the internet is JoJo, so I'm going to rock with that. How about when you get that house call? Can we go Bruce Natson Jr.? Nah, let's keep it JoJo. JoJo, okay, fair (laughs) enough. Uh, Credit to Travis Langer on this one. He's already got his mind on the Bucks. He pointed out their punt returner is Bobo Wilson. Bobo, yeah. So Bobo and JoJo, you both got Florida ties. Have you crossed paths before? Uh, I just know of them Mm -hmm. throughout football, but like not really personally. But, you know, uh, just growing up in Florida, uh, just seeing – some of the things he did, it was uh, good seeing him, watching him play. So walk us from Fort Lauderdale to the professional ranks, if you don't mind. Just take us through that progression, what you learned, uh, where you stopped along the way, and, and how you're different than you were leaving high school as a recruit. Okay, uh, yeah, well, born and raised in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, went to Boyd H. Anderson. Um, coming out of high school, you know, being a small guy, uh, I was 120 pounds in my senior year, so I didn't really get too many looks at uh, – Division one schools. I had a couple HBCUs, but uh, I just kind of always knew I had the talent to play at a Division one level. And um, I had Florida Atlantic University and Utah State was the only two. So I took my um, I took my visit to Florida Atlantic, and 
know, the coaches seen me step on the scale and they was like, I don't think we're going to, you know, go through with the offer. So, um, you know, it kind of added fuel to the fire. And then that's when Utah State stepped in. I had a, a former uh, teammate that went to high school with me already up there. So he kind of put in a word for me. And um, our receiver coach, Javon Bonite, um, he came and recruited me. And as soon as he offered the scholarship, I committed, been committed from my senior year to signing day. And go to Utah State, Logan, Utah, never been on the West Coast, never seen snow. It was a, you know, it was a big, uh, it was a big culture shock coming mm-hmm. from Florida, going to Utah. But, you know, I just uh, wanted to, you know, experience something different to get around some different things and see some new people and you know Utah uh, it was it was a, it was a humbling experience for me that did my 3 years over there at Utah State um I got in a, got in some uh situation which uh was worked out for the better of me you know I got dismissed from Utah State to go to Akron and I feel like um if I, if that situation didn't happen you know I, I don't think I'll be in the situation I'm in today cuz you know it, it opened my eyes and humbled me to um, you know, just not really to take it for granted because it could be taken away from you at any at any moment. And, and uh, so went to Akron for a year. I had to sit out, but because of a D one transfer rules, and um, and like like I say, man, I just took that year to get better. Fair Work. to say there were some growing up definitely, pains definitely, along definitely. that way, like we all go through in our college definitely, years. Definitely, yeah. yeah. At first, it was hard to to let it settle in because I felt like I let everybody down. I got dismissed from college so I just you know felt like I had a lot to prove uh you wind up at Akron you get your chance in the NFL I want to tie this into your handle on social media against all odds because I'm inferring that that's kind of how you view your professional football career yeah man I use that that's like you know I don't think I ever changed that handle but um it kind of defined who I am I just been up against the odds all my life um through everything not even football but more or less on the football tip because, you know, nobody really gave me a chance. They always counted me out because of my size. But it was always a situation to where, you know, I was the smallest guy, but I was always making plays. So it's like I had a little give and take with it, and all I needed was a chance. And, like, each step, man, uh, someone always believed in me. It was one person, and then, you know, that one person turned into two to two, and then it just tripled up from there, and here I am. I know you're a good vibes only person, but along that way, whether it's not getting the offers you wanted out of high school or being dismissed from your first college or even being cut from your first NFL roster, was there a low point? Was there a memory that you felt so down you weren't sure if you were ever going to arrive here in Los Angeles and be doing the things you're doing? Yeah, I would say when I first got dismissed from Utah State, uh, you know, it just kind of felt the vibe. When I went back home, you know, you just kind of see the vibe of everybody. It's like, oh, another one of those guys went to school and um just kind of didn't didn't make it didn't pan mm-hmm. out but you know I just wanted to flip the script of that whole situation and um see the see a positive outcome of it and you know but I just kept my head down kept grinding and it was tough man going to Akron you know that's in the MAC conference you know they wasn't really winning at the time and it was pretty tough, man, but I feel like, you know, everything happened for a reason, sure. and it, it made me a better person than who I am today. So on that flight home from Utah, someone had tapped you on the shoulder and said, hey, keep your head up. Someday, you're going to be in the Super Bowl. What would your reaction have been? Man, I probably would have 
man, I probably would have ignored him because I probably would. I was so mad about the situation of getting um dismissed over there at Utah State. But uh, I I tell you what, I wouldn't have never pictured that mm-hmm. situation at all. Not even a, not in a million years. Your NFL path has wound from Indianapolis to New York with the Jets, now to Los Angeles Rams, and having seen some other special teams operations, I wonder if you can bring us now to this facility in Thousand Oaks. What makes Bones Fossil and the way the Rams treat that unit unique? Man, ever since I've uh, been here with the Rams, Coach Fossil and Coach, uh, Coach Hat, man, they welcomed me in with open arms, and they seen the potential in me, and I thank them for the opportunity I thank them for the opportunity for being a Ram. And uh, I think what what's the biggest difference is, you know, they make uh, they put, you know, guys in position to make plays and, you know, fits their best interests. And like I said, I can't thank Coach Fossil enough for that because he uh, he believed in me from day one. And, you know, I, he always had my best interests on and off the field. And, you know, he's a great guy as well. Not not even uh not only as a coach, he's a great guy and you know, I got just so much respect for him for the opportunity he gave me. Jojo, professional athletes are such a unique subset of humanity to begin with. But then your job in particular, punt return, is like so high risk, high reward. Right. I imagine it's an adrenaline rush unlike anything except, you know, racing a car or going on a roller coaster. Yeah. Can you put us in your shoes on a Sunday when that ball is in the air? Uh well, I've been catching punts since high school, man. And it's like, man, I can't even count the number of punts I caught. But it, uh, it definitely, it's definitely a, a, a rush when you back there. But uh, like Coach McVay says all the time, you know, go out, going out there with a quiet amount of mind and just trying to relax and just let the game come to you. Like, like I say, I've been, been, I was a punt returner since I was in high school. So it's like, you know, it's nothing really new, but. You know, on the big stage, it's pretty different. But I just, you know, I got a great group of guys around me, lifting me up. I got uh, my punt return unit. They do a great job blocking for me. So um, just them guys helping me build my confidence is, is, is very big for me. Looking up into the lights of Cleveland on Sunday Night Football and knowing there's a bunch of 250-pounders running down the field at you as opposed to a high school sophomore, probably a little <laughs> bit different though, right? Way different, man. <laughs> way different, way faster, but... You know, it's it's a great it's a great experience I mean, being back there returning for the team. So you get a limited number of opportunities per game. I wonder how does a fair, fair catch feel? Like, do you walk off feeling disappointed? Like, man, how long is it going to be before another opportunities uh, up there? Sometimes, sometimes I get frustrated, uh, but sometimes I can't really control it because sometimes it just depends on the situation. Uh, if the opposite, if the other team is like past the fifty, then I know it's more of a fair catch deal mm-hmm. than more or less when the, when those guys are backed up. Um, but yeah, I definitely find myself getting frustrated sometimes. But you know, I just have that mindset as you know, just let it come to me. Sometimes don't really like force it or don't rush it because you know, it's a long fifteen minutes. It's a long four quarters, so you know it'll it'll be plenty more opportunities throughout the game. And with the new rules in the NFL, I mean, kick returns have all been but legislated out of the game, but I'm sure in terms of your mental approach, you're ready for that one that might be the difference maker. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, I'm just taking it uh, one rep at a time and just trying to make smart decisions and and just wait on that right opportunity. What's your week of preparation look like? Uh... Well, I have me running with the uh, the scout team guys, so I'm giving the first defense a look um, as far as on the receiver tip. But I'm also taking mental reps. You know, you just never know. 
situation. But uh, but yeah, I take we start off practice with special teams, so I I go hard in special teams. Um, you know, perfect my craft with my guys, and then um, like I say, go to the scout team and try and get a the defense a good a great look for the week. How about over the course of a three hour game? Like, how do you stay ready, not knowing when your number is going to be called? Uh, I just try and just you know walk up and down the sideline, stay in it, uh, cause I know. Sometimes it'd be times where I probably get one or two punt returns a game or, you know, barely even just kick returns. So I just try and, you know, stay loose, stay in the game and just keep my head in. Because you can feel the pregame. You might get a couple at halftime, but it's not like in the middle of the fourth quarter, Johnny can just go over and launch one exactly. to you to get your uh, your bearings. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I just try and stay, stay in it, man, for the most part. All right, so who is the fastest Ram? That's a good question. That's a real good question. We got some guys that's, we got some guys that's rolling. You know, I like I like myself too. But you know, that'll be a good that'll be a good race. Honestly, honestly, couldn't say. I want to say myself, but man. if you were to select the top three or the top five, who would you want to line up against to figure that out once and for all? I'm gonna go with the top three. I say Brandon Cooks. Uh, mm. Robert Woods. He's got a track background. Yes. And for the last person, uh, that's tough. We'll go with me for the three spot. All right. And then, yeah, we'll go with me for the three spot. And if you get a good start, if you come out of the blocks fast, you like your chances of of finishing that one. Most definitely. Other than football, JoJo Natson, what other things in life do you think you're pretty good at? It's a different, uh, I'm a very outgoing person. I feel like, uh, you know, once I'm out and about, I, like I get along with a lot of people. I'm very like gen- I'm a genuine guy, so I feel like uh, you know, I just try and keep the good vibes, and you know, I just like good energy. I just like being around good energy, and you know, I'm I'm easy going. Like I don't really like complain about a lot of stuff. I'm like I know how to adjust and adapt to a lot of things, and um, other than that, man. I'm so you're just, a people person. Yeah, I'm a people person, but at, um, but I'm laid back at the same time. I just like to stay out the way, low key, but uh, I like to fish. Fishing? Yeah, I'm a fisher. I'm okay. A fisher. Does like that come to, from your Florida roots? Yeah, that come from my Florida roots. Like that's one of my hobbies during the off season. I like to fish. What's your biggest catch? Um, I caught a bass when I was like in high school. It was like. Like 15 pounds. It's a big bass. Big bass. A big bass. And you told me you were 120 coming out of high school. So that's <laughs> yeah. a pretty good ratio right there, hauling that in. For real. For what do you me. run right now? In the 40? No, no, uh, weight wise. Oh, weight wise? If you were 120 leaving high school? Uh, Probably like 145 right now. Okay. Well, my plan weighs about 150, but you know, I haven't ate too much today. <laughs> so we're going to go to 145. We won't have you step on the scale right now. <laughs> yeah. And 5'7, is that what we're going with? 5'7. Solid. What's the best part about being five seven? The best part is just you know those big guys that's coming down trying to attack you. It's hard. It's Small hard target. For, it's hard for them to you know they don't want to really bend down and, and <laughs> bend at the at the knees and try to tackle me. You know because you know I'm I'm low to the ground already and then with my quickness and my speed is really make it make it tough on them. But you know, I don't really see a problem with it. Being you know five seven, I feel like I say I feel like it's at my advantage because some of those guys can't really get a big hit on me because mm-hmm. I'm so like you know I be trying to maneuver through the uh, traffic, but you know, it's a it's it's got its pros and cons I should say. 
When you're out and about making friends, as you do, do you ever have a difficult time convincing people that you are a professional football player? Like, have you had any funny stories about people uh, doubting you? Maybe when I first got in the league, but lately, I don't know what it's been like. I don't know if it's like, you know, the the, the flashy stuff I wear. The like, swagger. The, yeah, they know. the swag, the jewelry. <laughs> like, they just know. It's like, lately, they've been like, oh, he's a ball player, but I don't know why, you know. But that's just what it's been lately. And, but I try not to keep that. I don't. I try not to, you know, go around like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm an NFL player. I just, but yeah, the, I mean, at first, when I first got in the league, I used to tell a lot of people I play football. They used to, it ain't no way. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's uh, something I just grew out of. But it's kind of it's kind of cool, though, because a lot of people wouldn't expect me to play mm-hmm. in the NFL. And then once I tell them and see their faces, they're like, okay, well, you know, maybe I'll start following him. Because, you know, a lot of you don't really see too many guys, five, seven, 145 pounds in the NFL. So it's a blessing. One of my favorite pictures of the year, and I think you posted this one too, is after the return against the Saints in week two that we heard off the top of the program, your helmet came off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there you are with your big, Man. great smile and all these massive NFL football players around you. And to some, that may look like you're out of place, but to you, I imagine that feels just how it's supposed man, to. It was a great feeling, man. Especially uh, getting that return late in the game to yeah. get, you know, to get some spark going on the offense and you know get the team going. It was a great feeling. Um, and then to celebrate with my teammates, that's the biggest part because those guys do a great job blocking for me. So it's only right that I, you know, once I, you know, get up from off the ground, celebrate with them because they're the guys that got the whole return started. Final one for me. And as I was leaving Cleveland last night, I saw OBJ's orange SUV. Oh, yeah, I seen you it saw too. that too. I seen it too yeah. That was pretty special. That thing, that was nice. It made me think if you could trade cars in this parking lot here in Thousand Oaks, not OBJ's, but with any one of your Rams teammates, whose car would you take and why? So I'm a, uh, I'm more of a, I'm a, I'm a like I like sports cars, so it gotta have a little speed up behind it. I like uh, I think I'll go with Dante Fowler's. He got the Lamborghini truck. I think I, I think I'll trade with him. Nice. And if there's another benefit to being five seven, right? I mean, <laughs> if you're Andrew Whitworth and you have to crouch down into a, a small sports car. Oh yeah, that ain't it. Won't work. That ain't working. Yeah, that ain't but for working. you, it's perfect. That'll be perfect. Well, JoJo, it's great to get to know you a little yeah. bit. Have an awesome uh, week four. We're looking forward to the JoJo Bobo showdown. Make oh, sure yeah. you win it, okay? Oh, yeah, I got you. Appreciate you. And we hope you will join us for week four at the Coliseum this Sunday. If you don't have tickets for the matchup with Tampa Bay yet, therams.com slash tickets, therams.com slash tickets. Until then, I'm JB Long, and we appreciate you listening to Rams Revealed.